What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of DLS Central. Damon in the house, and the Super Bowl is coming up tomorrow. And so uh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a really good Super Bowl. The best two teams are playing um, is the, the Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Both teams deserve it. And um, it's going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I don't I don't have any uh, allegiance to any team. So that means I get to actually enjoy the game, which is not always the case. It's like it's when you're a fan and 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 your team makes like the championship round of any. Of course, that's my soda bottle. And when your championship, when your team makes the championship round of of any like sport, you get a little bit nervous um, because again, you're you're invested in the team, and so while you while you feel good and you're happy that they made it. You're like super nervous because you want them to win. And and with me, I'm always kind of like, uh, I don't know. The other team looks pretty good. And then I try to pick out their flaws uh, because you, you can just ima- imagine how things could go, especially if you're um, like a Cleveland sports uh, fan like me, uh, where you, you just saw so many tragic moments that it's hard for you to have faith <laughs> when, when your team is playing because you just remember so many incidents where they just blew it, like they blew the opportunity. So um, I, I'm, I think both, both teams really have uh, played very well uh, throughout the season. I think the Eagles are the best team in the league, though. Um, even though the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs are always going to be scary. Eagles are are truly the best team um, because it's just they they wielded a the the way they wield their power in these games is just unmatched. It's like they seized the pace and they were. It, it was they were rarely not in control uh, throughout the season in these games and the pace to, of which they play the aggression of which they play um, the the way they used their weapons was um, it just seemed like they were always in control and and that's what really made them the the best team in uh, the NFL this season. Now, I know they, they, they've dealt with their share of injuries, uh, just like any any team has. Um, but I just I really believe that that they've they've been able to really do some great things. And it's like it's, it's good to see them. And of course, I, you know, the, the Philly fans like they're just they're so passionate and and uh and, and raucous and whenever there there was a game that they that uh was featuring their 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 uh their crowd i just i enjoy watching it it was it was fun it was fun um but again on the other hand the chiefs we were all wondering what they were going to look like without Tyreek Hill and this is where you got to give Mahomes a lot of props uh, because with Mahomes and Kelsey um, and and Coach Reed, uh, you got to give them a lot of props like that. That coaching staff, they were ready for that. And they they kind of retweaked their offense a little bit. Um, and here they are again. Uh, they, they they've made it again to the to the big game and that that's a testament to just the the personnel that they have not just on the field but on the sideline so um and even though they're when they played this year their games were a little bit more sloppy but they won them they won them they they they, they you rarely felt like they weren't going to pull the game out and that that was the um one of the underlying factors uh, with why they are here uh, at this very moment, because they were just, again, e- even when they were in a pinch, in a tight spot, you were you were never um, not confident that they were going to win. And Mahomes just found a way to do 
like Jordan-esque stuff <laughs> and, 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 you know, just make these amazing plays and they fit, then they figure out a way to win. Kelsey was just like, he, he's, He's um, just a dynamic weapon uh, at the tight end spot. He's because he's just such a matchup problem. It's like he can play tight end, but in truth, he's just a big running, like a big wide receiver because of his skill set. He can run all the routes, um, but it's just he he's he's as big as a tight end, and so that that creates a mismatch problem for your uh, your secondary and your linebackers uh, because it's like he he's too fast for the linebackers and he's too strong for the DB. So it's like and he's got good hands, he's got sure hands. So with that being said, is most of the time is money when you throw to him. And I thought their receiving crew stepped up as well, like uh, the the other guys. Not having Tyreek meant that they were going to have to work um, and, and show and show their ability to to separate, to get open, to catch balls, um, and to make to make those tough catches, those 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 uh, those and and catch those balls that Mahomes was throwing to him. And their running game got a little better. Like they they were a little stronger on the running game now. But I think the main thing about their their team that I feel is different is their defense. Like that defense, they bend, but they when they need to make a stop, they make a stop. When they need to restrict a team to a field goal, they're able to they're able to turn that water off. And so that that's the. That that's pretty much what you want in the defense because if you can get them to, to to the other team to kick field goals and you score touchdowns, you're gonna win that game. So hats off to both teams. Um, and when you look at the matchup between the two teams, considering how they how they got here, I from a pick standpoint, I'm giving the edge to Philadelphia. And that's mainly because I just I just feel like they they play with a pace that is incredibly hard to match. <laughs> I mean they they come out guns blazing and um if you're going to to beat the Eagles, I think you have to set the pace early and you have to match their intensity cuz they're like when when their offense is running, like I said, it, it, it's impossible to stop because with Hertz always being a threat to run um, and, and to to get open and to do things, it's it's incredibly difficult um, to to stop that on that onslaught. They've got a good running game, and the receivers are. Re- I mean, they're reliable. They're not they're not flashy. I feel like their receivers are kind of like. Um, Remember that that if you remember the year that the the New Orleans Saints won the Super Bowl, that receiving crew they weren't flashy. I mean, they 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 didn't they weren't like a big name receiving core, but they were reliable. Like they were making they were catching, you know, they were making all kinds of big time catches and 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 making plays. And so you just look like man, like the only one I think that was that was like a big name. Well, I believe it was Thomas, but I mean, outside of that, you were just. It's like yeah, they were they were good, but you didn't think that they were like championship caliber good. But they were out there, and Brees could rely on them whenever there needed to be a, a play made. They were able to get to snag down those balls and catch them. So I just that's how I I look at this Eagles receiving core. They just they're reliable, um, and when you have a and then if if a play breaks down. Hertz can get at least five yards every time. It just seems like whenever he he goes for a first down or they need one, if it's a third and three or even a fourth and one, like you never you never think that they're not going to get it. And and because of that, they just they put defenses. They keep defenses on their heels. And um, Again, if the Chiefs want to beat the Eagles, they're going to have to seize the pace and they're going to have to maintain that pace. They 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 cannot 
make a mistake. They're going to have to play a perfect football game if they're going to beat the Eagles because the Eagles are going to come out guns blazing. I feel like they're the healthier team, um, especially with, with Mahomes and that ankle. Yeah, he's got a, he had an extra week to kind of rest it, but I, I still don't think he's going to come in 100%. And as a result, I think that Eagles D is definitely going to try and test and, and see where he's at, see if, if he can actually, um, you know, really, really move on that leg and plant and make the throws that he needs to make and scramble if he needs to scramble. Like he's he's got to prove that he's all right, because if not, I feel like unlike the. Um, the uh, the the Bills um, or the Bengals, I think the Eagles might pose a little bit more problems <laughs> in regards to uh, making it difficult on them. So it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how how this plays out. Um, but I just I got to give the edge to the Eagles. Um, just because I just feel like they're the healthier team. Um, but both teams are capable of doing major damage and, and winning. And so that that's the that's the great thing about the Super Bowl. Um, it's not like it's it's a one sided like there's. A, oh, you know, this this is going to be like one team was just lucky to be there. Uh, you know, they looked up and got to the Super Bowl. No, both teams deserved to be there and so as a result now they you know because I feel like they're this is it's more of an even match mistakes are really going to make a difference so that's uh, my take on the Super Bowl and who's gonna win I think it's gonna be a great game um I got a hunch that is probably going to be seven seven at the end of the first quarter, um, so that that's my that's my guess. Um, and I just I feel like if the uh, like the uh, I just I and I have a hunch that the Eagles are going to score first for some reason. I could be wrong, but that that's just how I feel about it. Um, but again, it's going to come down to to who makes the 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 first mistake and I think whoever makes the first mistake um that that's gonna then is gonna give the other team an opportunity to to seize the momentum and capitalize on it so um that's my pick going with Philly KC could win uh, I'd be happy for whoever wins I'm looking forward to seeing all the coverage and and reading all the the post game articles and and all that um but I, I'm excited to just be able to enjoy the Super Bowl without being tight. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, again, Tom Brady's retired. So he's had a great career and we celebrate him, um, you know, here at DLS Central. And, you know, he's he he's had the best career. Dude's won seven, seven Super Bowls, been to the Super Bowl just more than anybody. And I mean, he had a really awesome run in New England and even in even in Tampa, like he won them a championship. He, he won them a championship and he kept them relevant. Even when even in the years where they didn't win, they were they were relevant. And that's that's what you want in your like in a in a player like Tom Brady, because you're not always going to be able to win the chip every time. It's just that that's just with any with any player or any team. But if they can keep you competitive, if they can be a major catalyst uh, to elevate the level of play with the whole team and keep you in a position to compete for championships. That's what makes someone a superstar uh, in the league, um, you know, if they're able to do that. And that's oftentimes what separates the great players from the good players. And so, yeah, this season didn't necessarily go uh, like they wanted it to go. But as bad as they played for Brady to to help lead them to the playoffs, to get even to, to get stumped by the Cowboys. But the fact that they that they prevent that they still won their division and they they still clinched a playoff berth 
even with Brady's team and Brady himself kind of like running on fumes a little bit, you, you got to give hats off. So much progress. It's very difficult to win in the NFL. Uh, that, that NFC South was super garbage, but somebody had to win it. Brady found a way to, Brady and his team found a way to win it. Now the, it's going to be interesting to see what Tampa looks like next year. That's going to be really fun uh, to, to see develop. I mean, it, I, I feel like it's the landscape of the NFL is probably going to change um, because it's going to be the first season where it's like, okay, Brady's not coming back. So who's, who's the face of this league now? Like who's the man? Um, what does it, it's like, and how does the game change now that he's no longer there? So that, that'll be a really fun narrative to explore. And um, again, I enjoy, enjoy looking at football, enjoy covering it on the, on the podcast. And um, I enjoy learning about it. Like it's, it's, it's one of those sports where I just, I enjoy learning about the nuances because there's a lot that goes into um, a play. There's a lot that goes into formations. There's a, there's a lot of things that need to happen for, for a team to get a first down, let alone a touchdown. And so it's like those things aren't easy. It's like just to see all the preparation that goes into um, putting together a football team and and all the players having to like really understand the nuances of their position. It's just, it's really fascinating. And so I'm enjoying being a student learning, you know, the, the, even a little knowledge that I do know about the, about the football uh, sport, even though I haven't played. Um, but it's just, it's fun as an observer just to, to learn about the mechanics of it and the ins and outs and, and, and hear the players talk about the game and see all the experts and the coaches is, is great. It's, it's um, I would say, is by far my favorite of the major sports. And so when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna go into our uh, into our NBA zone, uh, you know, and we're gonna we're gonna go to the NBA roundup, and we're gonna talk about the madness that was the trade deadline. Definitely gonna talk about the KD trade. So be right back in a sec. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet. Music time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. NBA Roundup Time. Kevin Durant is a son. <laughs> we had an alarm. It, it should be sounded. Now, it while it is kind of, uh, it's probably one of the biggest trades um, from, a, from a superstar perspective in NBA history. It's, I think it's a little different this time for the uh for for his time in Phoenix mainly because of the fact that um he's older and you have to worry about his health now um in a way to where when um like say when he 
went to Golden State or he went to Brooklyn, you, he he didn't feel like, oh, he's like older, you know, but you kind of have to think about that now. And with his injury history now, it, it creates more questions as it relates to his availability, because uh, even this season, it's just I, I don't know if he's if ever since he had that injury uh, in Golden State, I don't know if he's if he's um played a whole season without having like an injury flare up so though that's what's going to be most concerning now um when they really when brooklyn made a run and you know then you know his foot was six inches or so from the three-point line um and that would have made a is like that it that would have made a big difference like or not from three-point line but it's like his feet if they would have been a little bit more behind the uh the the uh the line then that's a three-pointer and it changes things but outside of that it's like he's been he's been on the court but like they it hasn't really made a difference uh, in the playoffs now with a team like the Suns that are loaded it it is probably the best situation for him because now he can go back to uh, being the KD that like that picks his spots and that creates such a a uh, a balance like a, a um like a how do I want to say it it's like he creates such a mismatch power-wise. Like he tips the scales in a way to where you're just overwhelmed because now you have. It's like you can't. You have to give him attention, but you say like you can't check everybody. Somebody's going to be open, and when you look at that, what they have on their team, that's what makes his his him going to Phoenix potentially just detrimental to the other teams in the NBA because. Now you got to worry about Chris Paul. You got to worry about Booker, especially. Uh, Aiton is, is is decent. You know, I think he he's up and coming. And 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 if he spends time with Durant, I think it'll actually up his game a little bit. Um, so you you've got, and they've got some other good players too. But it's like you've got a lot of you've got a lot more things to to worry about now uh than you would have uh it's like you could you could kind of like key in on certain guys on phoenix but now you can't do that uh, because durant's there he's going to create some mismatches especially if when he gets when when he has those games where he's just hot so but it was a big it was a big trade and so the uh the suns they traded away bridges and cam johnson and jay crowder and uh you know four unprotected future first round picks and um but uh durant and tj warren they were the ones that the suns picked up and i mean that's that's a good haul i mean that that's that's a smart that that's a, that's a really good haul I, if you're going to make that kind of move then you do it. Uh, the the um, the Suns just got a new owner, and so he he made a huge, a huge splash. Um, and so um, and and with that new that new management in place, the the new ownership in place, you got to know that it's probably going to be different in in Phoenix going forward. Uh, even after Durant leaves, like they're they're probably going to operate that franchise. A little differently than how it was ran in the past, and I, I, I actually feel like they're going to be more competitive uh, going forward, uh, just in general. Like they're and they're going to be probably forward thinking, um, and, and and making plans to to uh, you know to raise up uh, the next point guard that that could potentially take over for Chris Paul, um, you know, and, and really build the roster right. So. It, this was a huge move. Um, of course, it's always a gamble. In today's NBA, you can't just roll out like you can't just get a star and, and throw them on the team uh, anymore. It's, it's not that kind of league where it's OK, we just need like three superstars and we're good. No, you got to have a team. You got to build it up because um, you've got, like I said uh, you know, before, it's like you've got teams where they they have like seven to nine guys on the team that can get them at least 15 now like you could the average score is like 140 so you you have to be able to put up points and 
this habit just being top heavy isn't going to be enough to win in the league that we have now. It's just the game is played at a faster pace, um, you know, more more points, more up and down. The defense is going down terribly, but it's just the pace of the game is a lot faster. So uh, you can't just like you, you you can't get a guy that's that's all will, uh, but can't get it in can't get the ball in the bucket. It's like they, they got to be able to put up you know to to put up numbers from a scoring perspective. Now too, you just you that's just the way the league is now, but. That's a great move, and you know, of course, that spurred a lot of other moves because a lot of teams were worrying, were wondering about um, what Durant was going to do because the the thing that started this off was Kyrie got shipped to Dallas. Um, he he demanded a trade, and he said he wanted it before February 9th, and Brooklyn gave it to him. Of course, you know the the big. The big scuttlebutt <laughs> was that um, that he wanted to to play for the Lakers, and I think that's where everybody wants to see him play. Uh, you know, on the on the uh, the stage where the lights are the brightest. Um, you know, La La Land play with Brian. Let's see see if they can if they can run it back and, and play good. Um, and you know, and um, that way you can kind of like see the show, but. Honestly, I think it's more beneficial uh, for Kyrie to be in Dallas because that makes Dallas that that could potentially be um, the thing that helps Dallas get over the hump as well. Because, I mean, you've got Luca on that team and Luca is 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 a superstar in this league. And so he he's going to need. He's going to need a team that's going to help him accomplish his goal because we want to see him play in some championships. Uh, we want to see him be able to, to uh, you know, to to score and to win. So um, it's for him to get Kyrie to, to play along with him. I think it really could be beneficial if it's done the right way. But I think a big part of that is. They they have to be able to, like Kyrie's got to be able to to um to be he, he's got to be available like he's got to be dependable and he why he's a super awesome talent is <laughs> like he's got to be on the court for them to be able to to take advantage of the talent that he has and so i'm i'm optimistic that it's gonna go well but again it's like he's gotta like they, they have to make sure that they mesh well and, and he's got to understand, um, you know, what what's expected of him uh, so that he can he can put his best foot forward. I, I believe he has he has awesome talent that nobody's denying that it's just about, you know, being available. So but I believe that he will he will work well with Luca. And, and now that you have another ball handler, he can probably set Luca up. And who knows, Luca might be even more dangerous because now you you can't just key in on Luca. You do have to kind of key in on Kyrie a little bit, and Kyrie can dish to Luca and, and set him up to be able to to, to knock down shots. Uh, you know, also so it, it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I know. Everybody said, "Oh, he gonna go. He's gonna go to the Lakers in the off season." I personally, I think he just need to stay put. Like, I think Dallas is 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 the place for him. Um, and he he came out. Of course, he's always gonna look good. You know, when it, when he does play, he's gonna show out. But I really think that he has a chance to really um, be a great. A, a great player uh, for for the Mavs. So, um, if I'm the Lakers, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be so super confident that he's going to want to sign with the uh, with the Lakers, or that that uh, Cuban would allow something like that to happen. Also, because if, if you're Mark Cuban, you're like, hey, I'm I'm not getting rid of Kyrie. <laughs> Like I picked up Kyrie for a reason, you know. I want my team to be good. So, if you're the if you're the the, the Mavericks, 
if somebody, if the Lakers are calling saying, hey, you know, what can we do to get Kyrie? I'm hanging up the phone and you're talking, we're trying to talk and get Kyrie locked up. I don't think money's an issue with Cuban. I feel like if it makes sense to him, he's just going to pull. Okay, just just here's a check. What do you want? Let's get this deal done so we can lock you in because we can really do something special. So, yeah, if I was Cuban, that's what I would try to do. Um, Because, again, with a guy like Kyrie Irving, um, even, you know, yeah, it's you have to deal with with the distractions that sometimes come with Kyrie Irving. Um, But you're also going to get a guy that's really talented at basketball and that's going to really do some good community work um, in the city also. So there's, there's that as well. It's like, he is, it's not like he's, he's going to just be a benefit on the court. He, he's very He's a very giving person, and I, th- I think he he does enjoy, you know, being being um, being a benefit to to any community that he's involved in. So, if you're Dallas, I think that that's something that you're uh, that you're looking forward to as well. So, good, you know, I think that's a that's a good pickup for them. It gives Luca a boost. It gives that you know that team a boost. Um, but the Lakers got got better too. They got rid of Westbrook. They got rid of Beverly. They got rid of of Bryant. Um, they got rid of, uh, of of Anderson. They they got rid of some of those guys that just they weren't really like the only one that was putting up numbers was Westbrook. And the problem with Westbrook was that. It's just he had he had it's like he was putting up points and, and when he was playing off the bench and he actually finally embraced it. I think that's what actually what really helped um, to to make him look attractive to teams that may be looking for like a six man to to take the to take on the reins and and run that that second unit. I, I feel like that's that's something that he can really do. Um you know, because outside of that, the way he plays the game, like he, he needs to be the the centerpiece of an offense. But I don't think you can do that with with a guy like Russ. So for him, Russ is just he's. I think he's got to accept the fact that he's that he's just not like that same guy. Because when you when you we also have a whole lot of tape where you're. He's taking shots and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you shooting at? What are you passing at? Like, what what is going on in your mind? Um, and I just think that after a while it, it was it was something where it was just best for both parties uh to you know to go their their separate ways. It, it does change the dynamic of the team, but they also got rid of Pat Beverly and some of and, and, uh, and Anderson and and Bryant. And I actually like Bryant, um, you know, but again, at the same time, you know, they um, there was inconsistency with them, especially with Beverly. I was looking there were times I was looking at Pat Beverly. I'm like. Man, what what like what are you bring to table? If it's defense, well, like you're you're not doing your job because <laughs> because clearly there's there's no defense being played. Like nobody's being checked, and there, there's a whole lot of of issues going on. So if, if if that's what he was supposed to bring, he did not deliver that. He he delivered more antics. Than he did actual production. He wasn't putting up a lot of points. It's just he it, he he wasn't doing enough f- for uh, you know for them for what they acquired him for. So I just I think it was a, it was time to move away from from Pat Bev as well. I love his energy, uh, but outside of that, it just it, it wasn't really worth what he was giving. You know that you know, the, the Lakers and then Anderson, I don't know it was like, it just seemed like he was playing minutes out there, but he wasn't pr- really producing anything. I thought Brian was okay. Brian was, at, he had games where it was like, Oh, look at that guy. He's, he's actually, you know, playing pretty strong. And 
if he continues to be, if he continues to work on his consistency, I think that he he really has an opportunity to um, you know to to be great. It's just he's got to be consistent with with uh, you know with his play. So I think that that's the thing with him. But the Lakers they get they get Russell, um, which which that was the team that he used to be on. Uh, I believe that's where he was drafted to, and. Um, and so it's good to see him back where it started. And I actually like I, I actually like Russell. Um, I think he's a he's a good guard. Um, he gives you energy. He you know he he's gonna score a little better for you. And um, I just think it 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 made sense to to uh, you know to acquire him back. Um, and so that I think that was uh, important for them. But again, to get Russell to get uh, Westbrook off that team, I think it really did help them because, like, they needed to go in a different direction and and work this thing out because they're not a they're not a well constructed team, um, but the pieces that they have just help them to get. You know, a little better, and uh, but they for them to get Mobamba, I think that's another uh, you know good good uh, acquisition as well uh, because that's going to help them to to shore up their you know their their bigs. Now, I think the big issue is is uh, and they got some other guys too, um, but I think the big issue is is AD because. He's got to play aggressive. Like, <laughs> like he's sitting up there mad. Like, even the night that LeBron broke the record, you know. So, he, LeBron is is now, um, you know, the the league leader of all time in points scored. So, he's got the record. He, he's, he's, he's got the title. Um, but, yeah, AD, he wasn't, he, he didn't have the best attitude about uh, about things because he didn't like his level of play he was frustrated because they were losing but I'm like you only have 13 points (laughs) you only had 13 points and you and he only took not he only attempted nine shots it's like so it's like you can't be mad that that you're losing when there's when you're not showing any aggression you know, you, you, he should have been like, okay, we're trying to win this game. Give me the ball and, and, and let me take over. Um, but it just, I don't, I don't understand that. And so it's like, he's got to be, he's got to be the aggressor whenever LeBron is out. I mean, even when LeBron is in, I think it was like, it's supposed to be AD's team. Like it's supposed to, the offense is supposed to go through AD, but he's got to prove that he's still that guy that can be the anchor that can that can uh be able to to be how the 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 focal point of how the offense uh, of what the offense is, is goes through so it's like but he, that's on him he he's got to be able to to have that that I'm the I'm the guy and let me take over so it was just it was weird it was it was just weird <laughs> Anthony Davis is, is, I know you can't trade Anthony Davis, but I mean, I, I think they should consider it personally. I just hadn't been the same. And if he's supposed to be the future of the franchise and, and lead them once LeBron is gone, I think they're going to be in trouble. They're going to be in trouble. Now, the Lakers, they also, in that trade, they also got Beasley, uh, Malik Beasley and Jer- and uh, Jared Vanderbilt. Um, so it's like that, that actually helps shore up some things as well. So good things for the Lakers. Um, some other trades, you know, that, that were pretty good as well. Uh, you know, 
Conley and you know and and Walker they they go to the Timberwolves and it's just there I think the West got a lot stronger <laughs> with especially with KD and 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 Kyrie coming coming back to the West well you know of course KD coming back to the West Kyrie was never on the West but with them uh, coming you know coming to the other side I. Uh, it, it really does tip the scales a little bit. Now the East is still very strong, and so if anything, it, it does balance out things. Um, but it makes Phoenix the favorites. I just you you just can't be like, oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> Phoenix is gonna run away with this um, because of the the injury concerns that you have to worry about. Because again, Paul is is uh, often injured and, and of course he's 37 so he's not a young guy um, Booker you know had some things that he's dealing with from an injury perspective and uh, you know again KD he's I think he's he's injured as, as we speak so it's like he's got to he's kind of got to get back into form so there's there's a lot of things that you have to be concerned about uh, for Phoenix it's, it's not a a guarantee that that they're going to bring home the chip, you know. Again, especially when once uh, things get get into the playoff to the playoffs, where it's like things are going to key in, defense is going to get stronger, um, and you you're really going to have to figure out your rotations and everything like that, and who who who's your best lineup, um, and who who can you count on in those in those situations. So there's a lot of things that need to be worked out. Um, but I think Phoenix has put themselves in the spot where they have a they have a really good opportunity to win. And if they if they don't win now, I don't know when they're going to win. So um, this is their their best chance. And this is also their only chance. So if they if they can't get it now, I don't know when they're going to get it. So gonna be fun to watch in the in the NBA especially now that uh you know the NFL is coming to a close and so now the spotlight is 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 primarily going to be on the NBA and uh to a, a lesser extent hockey uh then you got baseball uh you know spring you know like spring training coming up on that soon we got NFL offseason stuff um, so NFL kind of takes a back seat. Uh, but speaking of football, you got the XFL starting back up. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting. I want to try and catch and, and catch coverage of that and uh, see if it's if the play is better than um, than it has been in previous years. I think that that's really what the XFL has to prove. They have to prove that they can be watchable and that it's a it's a good alternative um, to the NFL and if they can do that then you know we're in business and so um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that unfolds and you know again I'm proud of the rock you know and and him you know doing it and so it's like you you know that he's invested in it just hope that it works and that was the NBA roundup with a little bit I guess football sprinkling Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way Next week, we got the Elimination Chamber coming up uh, for WWE, and that's going to be, 
I think, a pretty good pay-per-view leading up to WrestleMania, uh, mainly because now that the uh, the bloodline uh, kind of like, uh, you know, arc has, has come to a head seemingly with with Sami Zayn turning on Roman Reigns and Jay Uso uh, kind of estranged from Roman in a sense, you know, he doesn't really want to be associated because of how they did Sammy. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see Sammy versus Roman uh, at Elimination Chamber. I don't I don't I don't foresee Sammy winning, but I also don't think that's the point. <laughs> like it, it's not about Sammy not uh, necessarily winning, um, but what it's about is is seeing him emerge as a guy that going forward. You could like a, a a fan base could could truly get behind. Like people have always appreciated Sami Zayn's wrestling ability, um, and and his 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 fire, and 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 he's he's hilarious. Um, you know he he can he can entertain. Um, but to see a driven Sami that actually wants to be a champion, like a WWE champion, and, and want to go and want to step to the best and, and go the hard way and, and, and compete like that's that's the Sammy that that you want to see that's the Sammy that you want to see go after a, a title um and that that's the that's the type of baby face um that can that can sell <laughs> that, that can sell a pay-per-view uh and, and that's what you want you want to get you want a guy in a baby face that can that can put um you know that can get people in the seats and that the the type of fire that he has he's definitely somebody that that can that can move the needle for you um i mean people people pop when when Sammy comes out especially with with him now like uh you know he 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 take with last week when he when he came out and speared roman you know he took off the jacket every, like everybody was into it that the fire you know, and then this week when he, you know, he takes off the jacket again, you know, coming out being a little inconspicuous and, and surprising Paul, like that is just people like love that roar when he shows his intensity. So he's got to keep that up. And I believe that he will. Um, and I think this could really be the start of something uh, great. Now, it does pose a, a bit of a conundrum <laughs> because now um, you have to, it's like because you have things set up with Cody, um, how you have them set up, it it's one of those situations where now, um, just like when you had the yes movement with Daniel Bryan, it is what the people want, and but it's also about what you're trying to do from a program perspective and um you you try not to 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 have them overlap um but in some cases i mean it's just it's it's kind of inevitable i mean with with Sammy coming up there there is there is this thing where some are clamoring like oh i don't know do you do you change up what you need to do with Sammy now? Uh, you know, with, with with Cody. You know, do you do you have, uh, you know, Sammy win the titles? But I don't think you do that because you need Roman for WrestleMania, and I, you you have to finish out the story. You know, again, Sammy doesn't need to win this, but what can happen is even in defeat. Sammy is able to 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 get even more over than he really is, and then you can also he can also have an ally in Cody, um, and really kind of kind of give Cody an assist here, um, as as he he does you know he he gets ready for the WrestleMania showdown between uh, him and Roman, and so again Sammy you know, can can align himself with Cody to provide a little backup to Cody because again, it's not just that Cody's wrestling Roman Reigns. He's gotta 
he's got to contend with the bloodline that is still with Roman Reigns. Um, and we, because we don't know what's going to go on with Jay um, or, and what that's going to cause us, like, is there going to be somebody else that's like, you know what, I'm out on Roman or is Jay going to turn back uh, to the bloodline and say, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's enough of this. Um, and I'm going to, I've, I'm going to stick with my family. And so, uh, but for Sammy, he can align himself with Cody to give Cody a little bit of backup and so that if they do try to gang up on him, he can help. And, and then especially if Kevin Owens gets into the fray now, because if you look at it, you can kind of set this up with with the Usos against Kevin Owens uh, going into uh, WrestleMania, which would really be interesting, uh, you know, mainly because I think that Sammy and KO would be the favorites to to take the titles away from the Usos, um, and so this could this could be the pay per view where the Bloodline loses it all. Um, and you know what Paul said? He said that uh, Paul Heyman said that that the titles are are their their the reason for their relevancy. The titles are the reason why they exist and the. And, and if you don't, if they don't have the titles, then they're not the bloodline. And so the, the motivation would be, hey, let's take away the thing that makes you the bloodline, which is the title. So they're going to come for the Usos and they're they're going to come and, and you know, Sam and uh, Cody's going to come for Roman. I think that's that's probably how it should go. Um, and 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 what and in the event that Cody does win. Because you never know, <laughs> but in the event that Cody does win, um, I think it, again it's going to change the landscape of the WWE because now it, it shifts. It's going to shift the story to you know to be about Cody's journey, you know, um, as champion and, and and him being able to to be at the forefront. And it'll be interesting to see how that how that goes, but. For elimination chamber, right? That was some, that was some forward booking. But for elimination chamber, uh, Sammy and Roman, I think is going to be a great match. Of course, we know Roman's going to win, but it, it's going to be fun to see Sammy in a big time spot like that, which we haven't seen in a long time. To see Sammy uh, actually going for something for for the the biggest title. Um, well, actually, we've never seen Sammy go for the biggest title, but and it not be a joke. Um, but this is for real. I think we're gonna see a a Sammy that maybe we haven't we haven't seen before, and and especially one that the fans have wanted to see. So it's gonna be a great pay per view. Uh, we've also got Bobby Lashley. Going up against Brock, uh, so that it's going to be another match between those two, and I don't think even even regardless of who wins this match, I don't think we've seen the last of Brock versus Bobby. Um, I do think, and some people have said this already, but I do think it needs to be a you know a Hell in a Cell matchup uh, at WrestleMania to to settle the score. Uh, once and for all between these two, or like, uh, or some will suggest like a fight pit. Um, I actually think a, a probably like a, a best of seven or a best of three could work, or even an Iron Man uh, match between those two, or like a submission match. Because uh, again, you got the Hurt Lock versus the Kamura, like that. You know that you you gotta have something that 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 um, really highlights the athleticism of the two men and kind of shows the the history like to 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 make this this rivalry unique i want to say shows the history but to, that that's really going to set this rivalry apart make it something uh unique and be like ooh and so they they need a novelty match and i think that's that's what that's definitely what they can do especially at WrestleMania um but i'm interested to see what it looks like for them uh, in the eliminate, like for at elimination chamber. Um, of course, you you've got the chamber matches, and so we've had our qualifiers. Um, and I, I think it's going to be a good slate. Uh, I'm happy for Madcap Moss because he gets to wrestle Gunther, uh, and so this, this is his big his 
it's his big shot uh, at an opportunity. I don't think he's going to win, but it, it's a good it, it is what you want to see um, from a development standpoint, especially for a guy like Madcap, uh, because he does have fire. He he has a good physique, and I think that he's working to get better. And there are things that you can do um, with them uh, to to put him in. It. And so to see him in a spot where he actually has a shot at the title, it's a chance to say, okay, let's see what we have with him. Does he belong? In, in championship matches do, you know does does he fit in 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 uh you know with with this kind of opportunity will he uh live up to you know to the will he rise to the challenge or will he just look out of place um when it comes to championship competition so i think that that's going to be the big thing to see and um i'm excited to see how it works out for him so uh hats off to him and you know, again, we're you know we got WrestleMania. We, the, uh, Rhea has has picked Charlotte to be her WrestleMania opponent. Um, I believe the winner of the Elimination Chamber gets Bianca, um, and so it's it's gonna and, and the winner the winner of uh, the Men's Elimination Chamber uh, is gonna face a Theory uh, for the United States title. So you and, and they, they I like that they made the United States title. A lot more relevant uh, for them to to put the 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 winner gets a shot at the U.S. title just ups the prestige of the U.S. title. It makes it something worth fighting for, um, and that that's what a title should be about. The title has to, a wrestling title has to be worth it um for it to have credibility and that that's what you do um for something like a a a, a second tier title like a, a a united states title you want to make it something that's worth fighting for and so if you put a chamber match for that that really elevates the prestige so i'm glad they did that and I'm looking forward to seeing who wins because there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, it's like there's a lot of ways you did, that uh, you can go um, with with this kind of match. So I think the logical choice is probably Seth Rollins, um, but wouldn't mind seeing Montez in that spot either. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it has to be a babyface though. It has to be somebody the crowd is behind. It can't be a heel um, because it doesn't make sense uh, as it relates to putting them up against Theory because Theory is already just in a like he he's a good heel. He's a, he has a punchable face and but he he has he has enough ability to where even though you can't stand him. He finds a way to pull out matches and, and get wins. And, you know, so it's while he does have a punchable face, he'll beat you if if you make a mistake. So and, and that's the I think that's a sign of, of uh, things to come with theory. I think one day he probably is going to be a universal champion or WWE champion because he does have that kind of ability. And I think you can really um Use theory in that spot to really shine up uh, some good baby faces and, um, you know, really make it make any, you know, make him the uh, the guy that just that that uh, cultivates the, the baby faces chase of the title. And so it's like he he could be in that spot where it's just like he's the heel where he finds a way to win and it makes everybody mad that he's still the champion, but it just creates more of a chase. Um, kind of like how Ric Flair was. It's like Flair was that, that guy where you could, it, it, he, even when he was outmatched, he still find a way to, to, uh, to, to cheat, to, to survive, uh, or, or, you know, do a quick roll up or, you know, use leverage or something just to, to, to get out of there with a win anyway, he had to get it, um, to make you mad. But then it's like, oh, I can't wait for somebody to be, to be able to beat him at his own game. And so I think all theory has an opportunity to do that. So, um, elimination chamber next week. 
on Saturday. I think it's going to be a must-see, um, and we get to see more developments uh, with uh, the bloodline, and, and, and we really get to see uh, WrestleMania uh, come into form uh, based on the results of that pay-per-view. So that's DLS Central. Thank you for listening. Take care. God bless. Check you later. Hi, everybody. Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today.